Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just All right, 317-684-8444 is the phone number. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, before we do, Brad, Casey was out today on jury duty. I have no idea if she's been selected, not been selected. You ever had jury duty? It's funny, Rob. I, I've been called twice. Once when I was in college and living in Hancock County, and I went out, and so this would have been about 1990, and I got selected, and then the judge comes in and says the two parties have settled and come to an agreement. Thank you all for showing up. You can all go home. Yeah. The last time I was called was 1998. Wow. Here in Marion County. And I went in and sat through the whole morning. I went to lunch, came back. And then shortly after lunch, like, we don't need any more jurors today. You all can go home. Haven't been called since. I would. Uh, I have been selected one time. However, I was not living at the address they sent the thing to. And so I have informed them of that. And they said, you are free to go. And you do not have to be a part of this little excursion here. Um I would like to do it. I think it might be fun. However, I think it would th- be fascinating. There is no way. There's no way they would pick me to be on a jury. Why not? I think I think you have to be kind of open-minded to be on a jury, don't you? <laughs> but they want people that uh, that have a chance of uh, having being swayed one way or another. Oh, you'd be surprised. I I think that they would consider you at least. I, I, I told Casey she should write works with Rob Kendall at WIBC on her questionnaire uh, and they would immediately dismiss her from the process. So, yeah, we'll be interesting be to hear tomorrow. afterwards if she was recognized, yeah. if anybody truly knew who she was, what she did, if she got called, or if she's just hanging out. Uh, so we will see. You may be back here tomorrow. Who knows? I, I might be. I'm kind of on call. Uh, I, I'm like the bullpen catcher. Yeah, absolutely. And real quick, before we get to the voicemails, how's your uh, Alpsbrow doing? Alps, we keep selling out. So thank you all for drinking Alpsbrow beer at 30 plus places around the state of Indiana. Now you, several years ago, decided you were going to bring back Alpsbrow, which was a popular beer here in, the, in Indiana. In the 60s and 70s, it was brewed up in Fort Wayne, available around the Midwest, out of business since 1978. So, yes, so I acquired the trademark a couple of years ago, and now we have Two Toms Brewing Company out of Fishers in Fort Wayne that's brewing it and distributing it, and yeah. you're making a fortune. Is this uh, based on an Austrian beer, or is it German? Or No, I mean, it's got some German hops in it. It's a fairly easy-drinking lager beer. It's okay. more of a tribute than the actual original formula. We start talking about booze and Kevin can't pop that microphone I know, on I, fast. I yeah. Kevin's been silent all day. Couldn't say anything about $510 million dollars alcohol. In bonds, but- <laughs> you got any? You got any on you? <laughs> Uh, all right. We got uh, several calls about property taxes. Rob, uh, now, yes. Rob this yes. is my first appearance since I was called a punk. That's true. So Somebody- last time I was, I was on, there was a voicemail where I was called a punk. I'm not sure what I did to deserve that, but uh, ma'am, if you think I'm a punk, That's here right. I am again. And we commented at the time, if you do not like Brad Kloppenstein, you have uh, serious issues and you need to seek counseling or help of some sort. Well, 
Thanks, Rob. I mean, I'd be you more are than the- happy to sit down over coffee with this lady and find out what it is I did to offend her. You are genuinely one of the most happy people I've ever met. I try to be happy. Happiness happy. is a choice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, uh, calls about property taxes. As uh, we've heard earlier today, Republicans uh, certainly do not prioritize that in the budget. They really don't uh, care enough, at least, to do anything about it, and they're not doing anything anytime soon. But the assessments are rolling in, and they are just as high as the last assessments, and... Well, we got a lot of calls about that. I was just listening to you and Micah, and Mike said his assessment went up 18%. Um, I was going to let you know what ours went up. 40%, Rob, 40%. And we live in Claremont, and that little neighborhood right across from the fuel farm. So you got kind of an idea of what those houses are in there. These are... 1930s little square houses, and they they assessed it 40% higher. So I have appealed it, and I actually talked to the I actually talked to the treasurer in Marin County, and she said yes, she should. She said I think she told me this. Everyone should appeal this year, and she said because they're not right. So anyway, she has no control over that. She just collects. But anyway, she gave me all the paperwork. To fill out, and I also made a copy of everything I did with her and sent it to um, our representative in accounting, and I sent it to our state rep, and I sent it to um, also Jim Lucas. Well, Lucas is going to use it as toilet paper because he's made it abundantly clear he doesn't care at all about your property taxes. And why would he? I mean, Jim Jim gets uh, paid about $70,000 a year to work a part-time job and just gave himself a, essentially a $15,000 raise. So why would he care? They, they being the incumbent Republicans in the state, do not care about your property taxes. And it it... it it is very tone deaf just because most people's homeowners insurance has gone up dramatically as well. So if you're looking at how much your escrow payment has gone up, you've had a 20% increase in your property taxes, probably more when inflation has been what, 5 or 6%. But then on top of that, you've got another 20% increase in your insurance. At some point, People cannot afford this. People are going to have to get out of their homes, but then where are they going to go? Because they're probably already on a mortgage at 2%. Yep. The going rate right now is 55 or 6 Nowhere to go. This is going to get worse before and, it gets better. And uh, look, here, here, and here is the problem. And I think the Becky Cash interview we did earlier today, state rep, kind of laid this out. There is a mixture of people in the state house, and I think they fall into three categories, okay? I think you've got some very maniacal people who are there to enrich themselves, expand their power, and reward the people who allow them to expand their power and enrich themselves. I think you've got it, and that is the top, a lot of that is the top brass and the people in, in positions of power and influence. So I think you got those groups. I think then you have people who are not awful people, they're just legitimately morons, of which, and I've long said Jim Lucas falls into that category. They're, they're mentally incapable of solving actual problems. They're, they're meant to, if, unless it's something they're interested in. Now, a guy like a Lucas lives in the gun and weed world. He's an expert on that because that's what interests him. But if it is something that challenges outside of his level of interest, and I think a lot of the reps fall into this, then they are incapable. And then I think you have people like Becky Cash who do actually want to do good if they had time 
would get better at it, but we don't have time for people to get better at it because you're needing to get better at it doesn't fix my property tax bill this year. There might be a subset. I don't know if this is would be a subset of group two or if there's a fourth group. There is a fourth group of people who just like being able to say, I'm a state representative, yep. and they come to Indianapolis, and they party, and they lobbyists take them out to dinners, and they enjoy the social aspect of it, but they don't really want to have to do any of the hard work. Yeah, and I call that ribbon cutter guy. Yes. And you see a lot of those in the local governments. Like, we have um, an intellectual super giant, I mean, a real Mensa member, uh, Rhodes Scholar, who is the president of the town council in Brownsburg, his name is Travis to Shane, and he lives to go to the ribbon cuttings. And he, what he likes to do is take credit for things other people did and stand out front at the ribbon cutting. And that's his whole life and value is being front and center at the ribbon cutting for things he had nothing to do with. And there are all of these other little people all in these town and city councils. And look at what they're doing in Noblesville. $36.5 million for a minor league basketball team to come play. Somebody posted earlier, this gym they're building for the Mad Ants would be the like the 106th biggest gym in the state of Indiana, and somehow it costs $36.5 million. To put that in perspective, that is more than Victory Field. Uh, yes, way more. Victory Field was like $21.5 million Correct. to build. Okay, uh, we got another call about property taxes. Morning. Uh, I'm calling about the uh, taxes uh, in rural Delaware County. Uh, it's over by Muncie. And uh, my taxes have gone up exponentially in the last 10 years. Um, we're paying $1,400 a half uh, on a home on 16 acres. Sounds pretty reasonable, but 13 of that is wetland. No usable uh, area of that land whatsoever, and it is assessed as excess residential. I went to the assessor in 2012. I got relief when it was up to $1,500 in 2012. Since then, it has increased back up to $1,400 a half. Um, these taxes are ridiculous. I'm retired now. It makes it difficult. Just wanted to let you know. The state's doing nothing. He's right. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole thing about, well, you just should appeal it. That's the new state rep or state senator thing. Just appeal it. Do you know how complex the appeals process is and the time you have to put into it? And there's only about a 20% chance you're going to win anyway. I'm about to learn. Well, I mean, there's and there's a chance it'll go, you know what? You're right, Mr. Brad. We underassessed your property. So, Good luck with that. Well, it, there, there's a rub that could go two ways on this. One, if you're in an affluent area like Delaware County. <laughs> I do. I get you to laugh on that. Sorry, Delaware County. We're laughing at your expense. Uh, if you're in an affluent area, yes, as demand goes up for your property, your property taxes go up because it reflects the fair market value. The other end of that spectrum is if you're in a poor, depressed area where people are fleeing, also like Delaware County. <laughs> That just leaves fewer people there to then shoulder the burden of all right. the local local government that's been put in place, in their case, by the Democrats over the last 
80 years and so that money has to come from somewhere and sorry it's coming from this man with the 16 acres okay uh one more call rainwater was on with us yesterday we gave him most of the 11 o'clock hour talking about things that he would do property taxes gas taxes a whole the whole litany of stuff um also one of the people with cojones come in and answer actual questions and somebody called about that i wanted to comment on the interview that I just heard with you guys had with Donald Rainwater. I'm so glad to see that he's back in, back throwing his hat in the ring. He has my vote, and uh, if possible, I will go out and try to campaign for him. If that's an option to do so, I will gladly do so, along with campaigning for DeSantis if DeSantis runs for president. Um, but I would also just like to comment uh, on the interview. I think he absolutely nailed it. I think he gave you simple, straight answers. I think he was right on the point. Uh, I hope that we can learn from the mistake of 2020 and uh, early vote rainwater because he is truly the best candidate for Indiana because I probably won't be here for long. Once I'm done with college, I'm planning to move to southwest Florida, but I still want Indiana to be in the best shape that it possibly is, that it can possibly be, which is why I'm voting for Donald Rainwater this gubernatorial cycle. Property taxes are the issue. It's going to be a tsunami. As we mentioned, this is going to become worse and worse as time goes on. And I'm curious to see if the legislature does anything about it next year, 2024. It's an election year. You would think if they were smart, they would. But we'll find out how tone deaf they They are. Probably arrogant enough to not uh, think you're going to do anything about it. We'll see. All right. uh, When we come back, there is a letter that went out from Joe Hogsett. And Hammer is going to join us for a dramatic reading of the fundraising pitch made by Joe Hogsett to the uh, to the residents of Marion County. It's Brad Kloppenstein in for Casey. It's Kendall Casey Show, 93 WIBC.